just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make it grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's man. I'm so happy to be here, blessings on blessings on blessings Taylor made life Yeah, Rocko Shock Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast everyone welcome to another episode of the who's man's podcast i'm your host ron Don, aka mr taylor may in here in the building with me i got my man's conrad yo 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 what's good beautiful people and we back and we back that's all i gotta say right now because uh we got some uh interesting stuff to talk about today so i'm gonna let the man with many identities introduce himself he's also known as hey do your barber hate you because <laughs> my barber hate me alright let me tell you before I recorded this podcast I walked through an airport I was in public people saw me and they saw me with this whack ass haircut that he gave me I got hair all in the middle of my head from where he didn't make sure it properly blended okay you gotta blend okay you can't just have me out here with my hair sticking up like alfalfa and shit like and I just figured it out. Like, it's nighttime. People that saw me, no wonder people been looking at me like that. Randy, this is for you. How rude are you? Okay? Oh, hey guys. Uh, thanks for listening to Who's Miss Podcast. I love you. All right, Rob. <laughs> All I got to say is if you walk by a plethora of black folks and nobody say anything to you, <laughs> nobody. You, you're, then you're good. That is not as bad as it looks. <laughs> but when you get to the mirror, you're supposed to like appreciate your haircut, not be like, "What in the hell was he looking at?" And that's what I, that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> so oh, you know what? Hey, girl's back. I wish I could cut my own hair. That would be nice. Don't do that. Leave it to the pros. Hey, is your hair, hey, is your hairline crispy at least? Hey, it is. You All know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. The hair not, but the hairline is. Okay. <laughs> That's something at least. Uh, all right, man. How y'all been though? How y'all week been going? Kind of what you been living like? It's good, man. It's good. No, not much happened. I was trying to relax this weekend. Just have a chill, chill moment. You know, there was a few festivals happening around Richmond. Uh, so I just wanted to check them out. Of course, watch State play. And it was good. It was nothing, nothing too crazy on my end. What about y'all? Hey, have you been bike riding yet? <laughs> <laughs> That was rude. That was rude. <laughs> okay. So that was rude. <laughs> what I meant to say was, has there been any update on your bike? <laughs> no, it's uh, still in my hallway, chilling. Anyways. Well, uh, so, uh, <laughs> what y'all been doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> hey, for y'all who saw that picture of Kyra's bike, just imagine, every morning, Conrad passes that bike and instantly gets pissed off, okay? 
Imagine how many people he curses out on his way to work in his head. Like, this this whack motherfucker probably stole my bike tire with your muffin top ass. <laughs> this old cornball asshole probably stole my bike tire with your musty ass. <laughs> but it's okay, because Kyra's a great person. Kyra, right? oh, we going to figure out who did that to you. All right, we're going to get this justice. Okay. Because right. I'll be damned if we don't. Y'all done? Oh, my. Go ahead. (laughs) We good? That's that's just a little payback from how far y'all been getting me. They won't shock because you're next. (laughs) What what you been up to, though? Well, (laughs) um, this weekend, I actually uh, made it like a, a, a chill, Brian, get to know yourself, and chill out weekend. I made myself stay at home. I didn't go out. I only went to watch the uh, Michigan State game, but I took a lot of time just to like figure out, like, hey, what do we need to be doing? How do we get back on track with everything that's happening happening with you, like personally, professionally, and uh, yeah, that was my whole weekend. So I don't know if I figured it out. <laughs> <I'm> still- <laughs> hey, it's a start. So, uh, it might happen next weekend too, but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad I was able to do that. So, what about you, Ron? Oh, uh, yeah, my weekend was pretty good. You know, uh, the whole boy Don came through, so he come check out the Texas State Fair, so he went to go check that out, and man, it, it's so big, it's so crazy to just see so many people in one place. And we, they got like everything you expect at a state fair, but it's just, you know, it's Texas, so you know it's just way bigger than necessary. <laughs> so, a little birdie told me that you and Donald went solo to the fair. So, yeah, we had to. So. I mean, was it a date? Like, what y'all doing? <laughs> oh, you mad? You jealous? That's what that is. There you go. <laughs> you mad you couldn't make the trip. <laughs> You mad we ain't send you no snaps? I hope you have fun at your little carnival or whatever. <laughs> With your little friend. I like how Brian... Oh, you're so mad. I like how Brian said, I heard from a little bird instead of... I heard from your little friends that y'all went... <laughs> it was Donald. Hey, Donald. <laughs> he wanted to say that. He held it in. Wait, what happened to the crew? I thought I had a crew going. Uh, well, it was going to be me him, and Toria originally, but she wasn't feeling too well on that day, so we decided to just go ahead and go up, just us. But, you know, homies hanging out, we had fun. We saw some crazy stuff and people just out there having fun at the fair. But otherwise, it was pretty good. Also, pretty big stuff happened. I didn't get a chance to mention it last week because we had so much to go over, but me and my girl, we booked up some tickets to Australia, so I got some big moves happening flying over the world. Hey... I, he ain't got to dance. He make money moves. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, so we'll be doing that towards the beginning of the next year. Really looking forward to it. It's been like, it's, Australia's been one of the places I've just been thought was real cool. And I was always hoping that one day I would somehow get a chance to go. So we're about to make that happen across off that bucket list. So hey, that'd be nice. Hey, Amanda, you heard? You out here traveling. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, Amanda. And I'm wearing my Jordans. And I'm wearing my Jordans. <laughs> 
I was kind of <laughs> as I would walk across. I was really kind of hoping I would be more excited after I said that. It took me a second. I was like, who the hell is Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> Where is she at? <laughs> exactly. Hey, Ron, here's what yeah. I do know. You going to Australia at the end of January. The Australian Open starts at the end of January. Serena Jamika Williams uh, is going to be at the Australian Open. Let me tell you this. If you don't track her down, all right, and give her all my information, I'm just going to send you with my social security card, my birth certificate. I'm going to give it all to you, okay? And just deliver that to Serena, all right? I, I will try my best. All right? I, I appreciate that. that. <laughs> no, but for real, it's so, like, inspiring for, uh, you know, for my friends to be going all these different places and doing all these different things. Uh, it's funny because we all talked about this when we were in college. We talked about this um, throughout the years. And now we're actually, like, not only able to do it, but we're actually doing it, uh, which is really cool. So, swag you out. So, that means you're going to Australia January, and then turn around, I'll be in Thailand in March. So, we're going to be recording. <laughs> we'll figure that out with the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be in Toledo, Ohio in February. So, uh, <laughs> check my passport, all right? All right. Alright, y'all ready to hop into it? Because we got some stuff to cover. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and kick us off right off the jump. So, first who's man's of the night is going to the guy who's, who we've gotten the main times over the years that we have been doing this since he came around. But the one and only Chris Brown. So, man, we've all, we all know he's been through some shit and he done done so many things worthy of putting him on that front and center stage. But, this time, I would say it's one of his technically less offensive moves, where, but it's, it still pisses me off that he thought he could do this. It might be offensive, all right? Okay, like, you may, it's going to upset you to know that this is happening, if you didn't already know. Chris Brown is releasing a 45-song album. 45 songs long on one album. Why? Why? Why is that legal, all right? How did nobody in Congress hear about this and say no? Uh, pass the bill. <laughs> do like, what you gotta do. <laughs> forty-five tweets about everything, but he'll tweet about the forty-five songs. <laughs> this is the problem. All right, ain't nobody can have that number but me. Even your songs. <laughs> no. <I ain't. laughs> like, look, so um, it's, it gets worse though. Y'all want to hear some of the details about the album? I don't. I don't know. Well, you're going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, because I had to know about these things, so I got to make sure y'all know about them too. First off, it's called Heartbreak on a Full Moon. I don't know what that means, but I guess that's what he's going through right now. Yeah. Now, first guest that this article mentions is none other than R. Kelly. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. And the title of the song is Juicy Booty. Well, hey. It's what? Thank you for listening. So who's best podcast? <laughs> All right. Actually, he's the first guest on the album. So yeah, song number three. It'll be him and Janae Aiko. They're the first guest on Juicy Booty. And it was carry on. I don't, yeah. I don't have any comments. Lying. I wish I was. <laughs> I'm looking at the track list. Literally speechless. 
Like, and like, scrolling through this checklist, I'm just mad that it just keeps going. Like, there literally is 45 titles on this list. <laughs> 45 unique songs. I can't do it. But, uh, R. Kelly of all people right now, this year, <laughs> like, have you not been listening to anything that's been going on in the world in terms of R. Kelly? I bet you R. Kelly gave him that idea. Hey, man, let me call it dude. Juicy booty, because you know I've been having a lot called of called Juicy Booty, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, we talking about schoolwork. Yeah, but call it Juicy Booty. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really, Chris- really, Christopher? <laughs> here's here's the part that just baffles me. Like, you know, it's one friend in Chris Brown's crew who knows better. <laughs> and they like they've been at the studio with him and they like uh hey Chris you you about to record another eight songs <laughs> and where are these going oh on the album oh okay and you know they want to say something like dog ain't nobody gonna listen to that we not doing that dog <laughs> but for whatever reason I'm gonna call him Rodney Rodney didn't say nothing so, Rodney, we blame you. You should have came forward and stopped Chris, all right? We don't want this. You are the real who's man's Rodney. This is your fault, <laughs> Rodney. Fuck you, Rodney. <laughs> 45 songs. Some people don't even have a career of 45 songs. And he going to put it on one album? <laughs> like, what? I don't even know if people do this in the studio, but, like, Right before they release their album, I wonder if they do like a run through of their album from like track to track. Like, can you imagine sitting there with 45 songs before you say, Yeah, all right, we're good. Let's send it out. Man. <laughs> after, <laughs> after you have recorded Chris, each one like three times. <laughs> Chris Brown sends you the calendar invite listening session and it's like six hours long. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's a misprint. It's okay, guys. Come on. <laughs> Five hours later. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, this track number 44. <laughs> is it? I don't even care anymore. Just put it on there. Oh, my fuck. God. Really How many think. booties are juicy? God. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like there's no, there should God. be no song like longer than a minute and a half on that. Every, oh, yeah, every, me. every song should be like a minute. Look, either way, if you listen to like 20 Chris Brown songs in a row, your computer or your phone is just automatically locked. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> just call that closest police feds and like, look, you obviously need some help. <laughs> Siri don't be like, uh, yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Shut down. You don't like nice things, so I'm just going to go ahead and go. There's a mandatory update happening right now. <laughs> We'll let you know when it's finished when you grow up, okay? <laughs> the thing is... No, the, huh? Yeah, go ahead, Gara. I said the thing is... No, go ahead. He's gonna have, I know there's going to be some fire tracks on there, but I don't think I can listen to a full album in one, like, one sitting. I thought like albums are supposed to be enjoyable. You're supposed to like run through them once the first time and re- be like, all right, I'm going to put on repeat again to catch anything I missed, but... I don't see. I'm sure there's gonna be fans out there that are gonna stay up all day listening to 45 tracks and know every single lyric before the next day. But damn, Chris, can you just you should just left it at like ten, five, five at most. <laughs> five at most. Five at most. Because I know you have bangers. It's gonna be. I know you have bangers, Chris. <laughs> but man, 45 bangers. Uh-uh. 
No. <laughs> you don't. You don't. And you know it's going to be eight good songs on there. And it's like, hey, that's the album. Like, stop with everything else. But wait, Just give more. us that. <laughs> that's always been my thing with Chris Brown. I've never, ever listened to one Chris Brown project and been like, oh, that was satisfying from start to finish. It's always like, why, why is there so much fluff in here? Like, why, why are there so many songs that are not necessary on this project? And I feel like he don't listen to the fans, or maybe he does. I don't know. He does because maybe his he fans doesn't listen. <laughs> maybe yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm not a fan, so he don't listen to me. Exactly. Maybe you should listen to his critics. Like, <laughs> duh, <laughs> put out good music and put that all on one album and that's going to be about eight or nine songs top tops uh after that like let it go all right we don't want to hear it all i know is that he better have some uh, <laughs> some bangers or some dope music videos and that's i'm cool with that at least but if you listen to that whole thing let us know what the bangers are and we'll appreciate that because <laughs> it won't be us all right <laughs> If you if you could be nice and include all the track numbers too, so we can make sure we go straight there. All right, and just know if Juicy Booty is on that list, it's automatically boy. I don't even care how much of a banger that song turns out to be. I'm not listening. To it. And we only cancel you as a listener because you shouldn't be doing that. Okay, all right. You're we done. don't need that in our life. We don't. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's go ahead and keep moving. We got some more people we need to talk about tonight. Go ahead, Brian. What you got? Hey, speaking of Let It Go, Chris Brown, let go of like 40 of those songs. But um, <laughs> also, Yasmin's uh, Bow Wow, Shad Moss out here. Um, I feel like he just don't get enough of getting embarrassed. But he thought it was a good idea to Photoshop himself in. And part of me is wondering, like, did he just learn Photoshop? And this was like his first project. (laughs) But he decided to Photoshop his face on the original uh, Death Row roster photo. (laughs) Just hearing that is funny. Shad Moss Bow Wow said, hey, I was a part of the, the Death Row family. Now, here's where he gets it twisted, because the story with Bow Wow was that, hey, he was founded by um, Snoop Dogg, and that Snoop Dogg gave him his name, that's why it's Bow Wow, like a dog, you get it, and uh, so on and so forth, that's why we have to deal with him today. Um, So somehow, he was like, I'm going to do all the math. And that means I equal into the equation of the original Death Row family. And I'm going to let everybody else know this on the internet. Well, the internet said, not only do we not care, but (laughs) (laughs) not only do we not care, but you might need to go find some help. (laughs) Because (laughs) the amount of times you get it twisted is scary, okay? <laughs> you ain't a part of nobody's death <laughs> row, alright? Should Tupac 
Dr. Dre, none of them know you, dog. <laughs> not only do they not know you, they don't want to know you. Well, yeah, I know Tupac not here no more, but I, you know where I'm going with this. Um, but what's up with your man? Like, what's up with Bow Wow? Man, when I saw that, why can't he just <laughs> let that go? <laughs> I think I might be one of the only people who's like low key becoming a fan of this bullshit. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. So hilarious. <laughs> At this point, I just have to believe that he knows what he's doing and he's just having fun because he put his face right there in the front, <laughs> like <laughs> not even trying to hide it in the corner. He's like, "No, nah, I go right here." Where <laughs> he was. I saw. You know, he was like, "Oh, that's that's black space. That's where I belong. That's that's where I was at originally." <laughs> like what? I saw. That, I was like, "Boy, nah, if you Conrad, don't get you, is this your man." I was like. Boy, if you don't get your bored ass off the internet right now, man. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you really want to be famous again. You really want your name out in public. So you go. I, I kind of agree with Ron at this point. Like, it's like, there's no way he's just dumb anymore. Like, <laughs> like, like, at this point, like, okay, use Twitter for its power and get your name out there. So I see what you're doing. But come on, man. Settle down. Sit down. Bro. Like, <laughs> It's over. Right, I still don't respect him for it. He still needs to let it go. Man, my only hope is that, like, he gets the joke. But you know he don't. Bow Wow literally probably thinks, like, I am a part of this family. <laughs> you will <laughs> respect me as such, okay? <laughs> I am part of hip-hop's family, Okay. <laughs> Little Bow Wow, you just don't know. The way you, what was it, do that thing on the floor? That's not him. That's not it. No. That wasn't Death Row. That didn't have nothing to do with us, okay? All right. Yo, the Bow Wow biopic is going to be so lit when it's produced by him. <laughs> oh, my so God. Shit you didn't even know happened. Right. And he going to be the star of it. <laughs> He can be playing his younger self too. Wait till y'all see Bawa as a twelve year old. <laughs> Cause you know he gonna wear the wig and everything. It ain't gonna be much of a change. He's already still there. He's still twelve. He's still like twelve. Bawa, do better. All right. Somebody else or some other people who need to let it go. I heard a story that B two K. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> Have you heard of that in a while? Vaguely familiar. <laughs> I swear it's not a medicine brand. I, I promise you. All right. <laughs> Believe it or not, it was a singing group once a once upon a time. Um, they're thinking about coming back and joining together. Now we could go in on that, but it goes deeper because the lead singer of B2K. Some of y'all may know him as Omarion, or you probably don't know him, but you know a lyric from one of his songs, which is Eat the Booty Like Groceries, which was Janae Aiko. <laughs> how does your how does your your best song in the last like five years and don't nobody even know you were on it? <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they think Chris Brown and Janae Aiko were the only people on it. Okay. So that gives you a, a a a place to reference. So Amarion thinks he's too big to go back to B2K. His fans are too big for him to go back to the group he was originally a part of. Uh Amarion, 
dog, ain't nobody checking for you. Like, <laughs> where you at, dog? Where you at? <laughs> don't. And let's be clear uh, for the other people in the group. I don't know y'all name. Um, nobody checking for y'all either. So if y'all all could stay home, we would all appreciate it. But <laughs> the fact that Omarion said, I'm Michael Jackson to the bullshit. Got, I'm like, no, you're not. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for that part. I was waiting for you. No, you're not. <laughs> you need to go back. <laughs> you have to go back, all right? What do y'all think about uh, y'all man's uh, Omarion? I think it's time for his Rodney to step up and tell him, no, Rodney, you're not. All right? Because <laughs> everyone has a Rodney. Everyone has a person who could tell them the truth. Well, he's going to find his Rodney and have him tell him straight up. Go back to B2K. It's a lead up to make some bread in 2017. Ron, the bad part? Rodney probably in both groups. He helping Chris <laughs> and Omarion. He just go back and forth. <laughs> just not saying a word. Not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so not helpful. Conrad, <laughs> uh, was B2K your group? Man, all I got to say to Omarion is... No, get your ass back to the BK group, man. <laughs> Wait, I'm bad. I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad because I can I see you hit that move too. <laughs> you gotta hit the move. <laughs> <Bu, bu>, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that song went hard though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I can't hold you up on that. <laughs> um, all right, somebody else who need to let it go. MTV. You brought back. You brought back uh, TRL. Didn't nobody ask for it. All right. <laughs> Don't nobody even watch mute. You ain't been a music channel in about twenty years. All right. First of all. Second of all. Don't nobody watch music videos on TV no more. All right. Why are you invading our space with with this uh, TV show again? And apparently, like the audience has spoken. They had like less than um a hundred and fifty thousand um viewers their first week on air and oh, it's got only it. gotten worse. I mean MCV is a huge station and I think like hey if the audience says we're not gonna show up for it, you would think they would say like, Oh, okay, we won't put that on T V but get y'all, we playing. <laughs> They said not only that, we're going to put it on every day at 3.30. <laughs> no, sir. Hey, did you guys used to watch uh, TRL? Well, there's that story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch right along. I used to watch the music videos right before the, like, early in the morning, right before you uh, cut the bus. That's real. Hey, look, B&T Uncut was my music video show. Let me tell you, at <laughs> three, uh, three smooth o'clock in the morning, all right? <laughs> For no reason, I'm up. <laughs> but, but Nelly's tip drill came on. We talked about him the other week, but <laughs> just <laughs> he deserves uh, uh, some type of award. For a tip drill. <laughs> All right. Is this, is this your Look, wish? I know I'm right, and it wasn't okay. But my God, that video, <laughs> that video. Brian, is this Talk your way of trying to get back with the uh, St. Louis people? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, St. Louis, y'all know I love you. All right, I pay taxes. All right, that's good enough. Um, hey, my last let it go, Tyrese Gibson. All right, oh yes, <laughs> get him, my dude, my dude. Die. So, if for you guys who haven't heard, and if you still following Tyrese on social media, why don't you like nice stuff? All right, <laughs> there are so many things out there you can be doing. All right, <laughs> but Tyrese has been um, letting out his feelings to one Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, my God. First of all, let's pause for a minute. Man, talk about a blow-up. The fact that The Rock was just some cheesy wrestler when we were little, and now he's the highest-paid actor in Hollywood for the past two years. Like, <laughs> How does that happen? Were you guys like fans of The Rock when you were little? Oh yeah, uh, the people's elbow. For me, it was a smack talk. <laughs> <laughs> that corny ass smack talk. I loved it. <laughs> it was so corny, man. It was the corniest smack talk ever. But every time I used to ask someone what their name was, and they were always it try to doesn't say it. matter. <laughs> you know he gonna tell you it doesn't matter. Why would you even try to say it? He just laugh every time. Every single time they try to do, like, well, hey, my name is Rob. It doesn't matter what your na- what your candy ass name is. I want to bring back Jabroni. You know what? Hey, <laughs> Thank you for that reminder. Okay, hey, Rob brought back Jabroni. All right, you heard it here on this podcast. Don't try to steal it. All right, all right. Don't be a Jabroni, Rob. You better say it at least three more times before we finish. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a personal challenge. I'm going to make it right in naturally, too. Nah, but ha- So, if you haven't heard, um, Universal, who produces all the Fast and Furious films, announced that they're going to do a spinoff with The Rock for his character, Hobbs, in the movie. Now, look, I'm not the biggest Fast and Furious fan. I think they're cool. I don't know how many more ways you can figure out how to uh, drive a car, but they've done it. <laughs> there are literally 45, like Chris Brown's album, 45 Fast and Furious movies, okay? And they're trying to make more. But uh, Tyrese is not happy with the fact that The Rock is, one, going to get his own spinoff, two gonna delay the filming of Fast and Furious 9 uh, and 3 the fact that <laughs> The Rock just doesn't give a fuck about what Tyrese <laughs> thinks <laughs> and that, that's probably the whole point there <laughs> because Tyrese has been posting, I would call them like diary posts on his Instagram <laughs> <laughs> for the last few weeks on how The Rock is is wrong for accepting a spinoff, how he's going against the quote-unquote Fast and Furious family and all this other stuff. Now, here's what The Rock has said back to Tyrese. Nothing. The Rock <laughs> has said shit. <laughs> the Rock said, look, I got eight checks to cash, all right? And I'm going to go do that. <laughs> I don't have no time for y'all's um, R&B singer, all right? <laughs> I'm going to go and do my thing. 
Trash. Right. That's what he was saying earlier. Really. Can <laughs> can one of y'all go and get your boy uh, Tyrese? Man, I don't know whose name that is. <laughs> I don't really have much to say. Is that man? Get over yourself, bro. Like your character. Now nah, his character was funny in Fast and Fierce, but what you expect? It's The Rock. Like he's. Ten times bigger than you, literally and figuratively, like everything. Like, 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 like yeah, talking about these bikes. Like, like you gotta be frustrated. Like, <laughs> you got all the money, all the damn muscles. Like, Tyrese, like, it's okay, man. Your time will come. Don't force it. Your time will come, man. That. <laughs> hey. That's part of it, though. Like, why are you bigger than me? Why do you have more money than me? Why are you more successful than me? <laughs> why do people like you better than me? <laughs> why are you smarter than me? Why are you smarter? <laughs> when do you lose? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> That's basically what Tyrese is saying every week, okay, on Instagram. I hate you. Why are you better? <laughs> and you got the nerve to be black? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Who sent you? Who did this? <laughs> Not on my watch. Alright, Tyrese, let it go. Okay? Let it go. You should be happy that they keep inviting you back to these movies. They can easily replace you. Uh, <laughs> ain't... <laughs> I don't know nobody who went to one Fast and Furious movie and said, oh, I, I can't wait to see Tyrese. I'm oh, man. man. I'm can't wait to see his storyline. Now, you know it got funny once he got on. Once they brought him in. Cause, yes, because then that whole dispute with him and Luda on the on the movie was basically, besides the, story, the whole story plot, a lot of people were looking at, waiting to see what the beef was going to be between Luda and Tyrese during that. During the past and Furious. At least I was. He made it funny. You gotta admit, he made it funny. Hey, but Conrad, if you went and saw Fast and Furious 13, and <laughs> all, out of nowhere, you saw Gerard Carmichael playing Tyrese's role, you gonna laugh any, uh, <laughs> any lighter? Like, <laughs> it's mean, gonna be I'll funny. Be, I'll be thrown off, but I don't know if he would be the same character I want to replace Tyrese. Hey, I was just trying to get some props to Gerard. Like, hey, we missed you on NBC, all right? <laughs> they did you wrong, dog. They did you wrong. But Tyrese. Hey, you know, no, go ahead, Rock. You know, the biggest thing that pisses me off about this whole scenario is the fact that the only thing that can delay a Fast and Furious movie is another Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> we have never heard of any of the movies being delayed until now. Oh my God. They will not stop. Like, I swear, they gonna, like, we ain't gonna be driving cars no more, and they still gonna be making this movie. Like, why are y'all driving spaceships? <laughs> like, why are we in space? What happened? How did we get here? <laughs> you just have to kill them. That's the only way they'll stop. Like, What's like, going on? <laughs> you want me to stop making these movies and kill me? Hey, a little too soon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I was okay. thinking, like, damn. Oh, Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just get dark. Hey, but Tyrese, I want you to follow after Ludacris. Ludacris know his position, okay? Right. <laughs> These white people hire me to come on at, and act like I know how to act. 
Okay? <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> but they keep paying me, and I'm going to be quiet until they tell me it's time to, to go back. All right? Play your position, Tyrese. All right? And let it go. Yeah, he's, right, he's about to be a rapper now, so. Oh, God. Inspired by, oh, by God. your. I don't even, not even go down that road. <laughs> you should be feeling some type of way, Ron, because you're the best person in the world to you, besides your girl, um, is the one who's inspiring him. So, it's your man's Jay Z. <laughs> Look, everyone makes a mistake in their life. So, you know, <laughs> if he is truly influencing, maybe he's just trying to help him get a hobby. Maybe he didn't want him to actually go sell the music. He was just like, Look, just write this in your notepad and keep it to yourself. But Tyrese can't do that. He wants to go and try to sell his raps. And I quote, I'm not blaming Jay Z for that. And I quote, He says, New rap album is inspired by Jay Z. And will change hip hop. That's that's a lot, right? Okay, see, that's a lot. That just sounds like he just heard four forty four and got inspired. Thank you. So there is Thank no you. way you can blame Jay for that. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> you can't yeah. blame Jay for that. I can say, listen to uh, Jay Z this morning. I'm inspired to get out of bed. Jay Z ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> Jay, I bet you blew at home like, dog, quit talking about my daddy. He don't know you. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, okay? <laughs> wait, I can't wait till she gets on social media. Dog, blew a piece. You know she is. You know it. <laughs> dog, talk about my dad again. I'll fucking embarrass you. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So, while we talking about movies, we can go ahead and move right on to our next section and talk about a little bit more of a positive movie. So, what are we going to drink to today? Actually, Kyrie, you want to go ahead and bring it in and talk to us? Hey, uh, so, for y'all real fans out there, um, you know there's a huge uh, Marvel comic movie coming out. And uh, so, today, Black Panther trailer, official trailer hit. Um and it was after watching that, I felt like I I wish it was just coming out like tomorrow, like tonight. Like I was ready to watch the movie like right away. Uh, <laughs> so of course, there's a lot of hype about the Black Panther movie, not only because it's gonna, it has an amazing cast, and um, and if we got a little snippet in all, in the previous Marvel movie, what was that? Uh, was it Iron Man or what was it, what was he in the last? Iron- oh, Captain America. Or Captain America. My apologies, but. So, beyond that, of course, it's huge. This is like the first, first of all, uh, black comic and on a movie, um, in the movie theaters, as well as like 98% of the actors are all black. And so it was just, it's going to be a huge blockbuster. So, we're drinking to that. And also, <laughs> we're, we're talking about, um, what the movie theaters are gonna be like that day when it hits, and of course, like <laughs> everyone has discussed the different uh, the trends has been that's been going on of like what are you gonna be wearing when you are uh, watching the Black Panther movie, and you know people are all decked out in the shikis and Ankara and all this. So what y'all think? <laughs> what's what's the, what's the movie theaters gonna look like once this drops next year? Well, I mean, first of all, I'm actually recording this podcast from the movie theater. I got my seat all picked out. Uh, I just thought that was necessary. Uh, So right now it's pretty empty, and they're playing some other movie. I didn't know that was going to happen. But 
Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't know. I feel like, because, just think about it. Now, you know how us black people do when we watch the movies, especially if we really like the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my biggest pet peeves is going to a movie and people are yelling and talking and applauding to the to the screen like it's actually, like they're actually there. So I'm just praying that if I'm in a movie, it's like it's not loud, it's people not talking, and just watch the movie, enjoy it, and then after, be as loud as you want. And I hate when I watch the movie and, I, and something like crazy happens, or like you know the whole bad guy or good guy beats bad guy, and people are starting to applaud and all this stuff. I'm like, y'all chill out. They can't hear you, man. We recorded this last year. They can't hear you. I'm just like, relax. It's like, <laughs> not there. No one's there. Like, so that's one thing. I'm, that's the only like negative thing I'm not looking forward to when I go to the movies. But other than that, it should be a great movie to watch. And if I watch it and it is loud, I'll watch it again and it's quiet at my house. See, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get the best of both worlds. I'm going to go early in the morning on Saturday, like the matinee, 9 a.m. showing with all the old folks who are going to be nice and quiet. <laughs> then I'm going again at night with my, with my people, and then we're gonna talk that shit during the movie. <laughs> like I don't even care what's going on at that point. I'm just there to talk and laugh when I'm there with everybody else. Rod gonna have a, his own bottle of Hennessy right next to him. <laughs> oh, you already know that, bro. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? All right, bro, I got you. <laughs> Why they gonna have like a grill out? In the uh, lobby, like, hey, we got the ribs, we got some chips over there. They go have all. My wife made some greens. They salty, but it's all right. Come on. As soon as it get dark, you go hear so much crinkling. You just gonna hear so much packaging come out. <laughs> it's gonna be a unison. Just... Yep. <laughs> all right. And the same people do. They gonna have to tell someone, "Hey, be quiet, man. The show about to start." <laughs> like fool up next to you alright we came together <laughs> oh but yeah man, nah. that, I hope it's a a good a great turnout um, I don't know why people really want to go see it especially I know that first of all I feel like it's going to be a huge mix of crowds like a comic crowd like all those dudes like the I guess I was the comic nerds who are like all about Marvel and all um, are excited for it and then you have the people who may not even care about comics and Marvel, but are just there. The fact that they get to go to a movie and see people that look like them that are black and uh, thriving. So that's still cool. Um, so I'm excited to see what's, what the numbers are going to look like after that first night. Because but yo, those two crowds are low key a recipe for disaster. Yes. Like, imagine yes. a nerd who who cares about every little detail sitting next to the dude who don't give a <laughs> shit about nothing and just talking. <laughs> they gonna scrap it off. <laughs> yes. I went to the movies a, a few years ago and I saw like, I don't know, probably one of the Avengers movies. And the dude next to me got so excited at the end when they show like the after uh, credit scenes. And he was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you believe that? And I was like, well, shit. Yeah, I do, because it happened. It was on the screen. I just he saw was it. like, oh, my God. They're going to put that on on film? 
And I was like, well, let me get the fuck out of here because I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe something about to happen that I don't want to know because <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, look, I just came to the movies, okay? They told me to sit here. They said, don't leave. Wait. <laughs> and I waited. I don't know. I didn't know what happened before the, the credits. I don't know what's happening now. But apparently you excited. <laughs> I can see some fights happening. There's gonna be this. Right? gonna be a kid that looks like McLovin out there all decked out in his comic gear, and there's gonna be this one black folk that won't shut up next to him. And he—that's when he gave, he's gonna give all his courage and turn up and be like, "Shut up, man!" <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, be and that's gonna be it. <laughs> and made the Lord help. That's gonna be it. He gonna figure out what the Black Panther is. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait though. So yeah, man. What else we got? All right. So I can got something for it, right? Oh yeah, I have. uh, We want to take a moment and uh, send some support. There was a hashtag going around, really all social media over the past week, and it stemmed from like a very shitty person uh, who's been uh who, who's been found out to do some shitty stuff in harvey weinstein um but there was a hashtag that came about called me too and basically it it was meant to support those who have gone through uh sexual abuse um and harassment and assault uh and give those people a voice to share their story, but also give others who maybe haven't felt as comfortable or felt like they've, they've been able to share their experiences or, or felt like, Hey, I'm safe enough to share my experience. It gave them an opportunity to share their stories as well. Um, it became popular over the weekend because of actress Alyssa Milano. Uh, you may know her if you're old enough from like, who's the boss? She played the daughter on that show, uh, but she has uh, been a very, very big activist of women's rights over the years. Uh, so she shared her story over the weekend, but the actual, um, I guess I would call it, movement came from a black woman, our sister. Uh, I may pronounce her name wrong. I apologize if I do, but we want to make sure we give you full credit. Tarana Burt or Tarana Burt actually came up with this uh, movement about 10 years ago. Um, the beautiful thing that came from it, though, is women, men, people of all colors from all different places felt that, that they were confident enough to share their experiences. And I think my favorite thing was those people who were not comfortable who said, look, I'm not, I don't feel safe sharing what happened to me, but I do want to make sure you all know that I'm a part of this movement as well and that I support you. And I thought that was really powerful yeah. over the weekend. Uh, what did you guys think? Well, Brian, I uh, agree with everything you said. Um, it's very, it was very moving movement. If you were, um, especially for me, uh, I didn't, I saw it once. I wasn't sure what was going on until I actually had to research about what was going on. And uh, I thought one thing to me that was touching was seeing some of my friends 
on social media, actually getting the chance to share their stories and impacting those who, even if it does, because a lot of people are, I saw some things saying like, you know, those who were um, victims don't have to share their story because they don't owe us their story. But still, like those who shared their story, it still impacted other people to know that, hey, there's people out there like me. Um, I mean, I want to share my personal feelings or story of what happened to me. But I know that in a private time, I can go to whoever was on my friend who was on Facebook that just decided to share that. And I thought that was powerful. Um, I also thought it was powerful for those um, uh, males that were affected by this and were built up the courage to express their feelings or express their, express their story of what happened to them. Because um, a lot of time, we you know, in society, men don't like to share their emotions or things that, that have been um, bad that's happened to them, especially if it's uh, like sexual harassment or abuse. So that was really neat to see. Um, and I also read something, actually, and I give a lot of credit to uh, actress Ilano. She gave credit to Burke, um, the creator of the whole movement and that's very powerful that she took the time out even if she's the one who's like making this who like started this to trend more um i still think it was very very respectable of her to give respect to the actual person that did it and to like not make this about who started it and who's going to be the bigger trendsetter but to make it more of like a platform for people to share stories to help others get maybe pull out of the depression that they're in or um help others seek for seek out help in this situation so as guys and as I mean, as like guys who are who may not have any like you know affiliation or affect like anything to they don't know what to do there's also a lot of uh, websites or like even if you like you were to type in hashtag me too what can i do there's a lot of things that we could do as males especially since even if you might think like oh i've never like you know talk this way or done anything to a woman physically it'll be hard for me to believe you because we're guys and the things we talk about in person even if we're not saying it directly to women it, if we keep talking the way we talk it reflects the way we are when we're in, in public so like just little small things for us as like as males is to like watch the way we speak on women um uh the way we uh, approach women the way we introduce women um it's just things we have to be uh, very careful of the way we talk and say things because it's going to affect you. never know who's going to be around you, you know? And uh, so just drink to y'all. Um, you guys are brave. You guys are strong people. And I'm very proud of whoever had to take the chance or time to actually express their, uh, themselves and share their story because you're not, you're not alone and you are loved. So keep, you know, Remember that. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Definitely, I'm definitely <clears throat> sorry. I had to clear my throat. I'm definitely thinking that this is probably what the biggest benefit of social media is, because I feel like it's so much lately. It's feel like you just only see the negativity, but there are bright sides to it, and this is definitely one of them. Yeah, and I feel like I just want to say for those people who kind of make a joke out of this movement or this news or because look it's very it's focused on hollywood but hopefully this movement show or this me too movement shows you that hey this happens every day um i would just encourage you to like uh, i feel like the easy way to say this to do better 
Like, look, ask, ask your, your friends, because it happens to men and women. Hey, how does it affect you when you hear these types of words or you see this type of behavior? What can I do better? What can I say? What type of words should I be using when I'm trying to maybe court someone or things of that sort? Like, how can I do better in my own, my own way? How can I share with my friends how to do better? Like, that, that is what we, that's, that'll, that'll make us all better. Don't just make it a joke. Don't just say like, oh, this is, oh, you're being too sensitive or you, you, uh, you're taking this too far. No, this affects people in ways you can never imagine because you are not in their shoes. So the thing you can do is try to figure out like, hey, how can I better myself by hearing your experience? Um, how can I be more inclusive? Um, that'll help us all get better. It's my two cents. Cool. All right. All right. So I think we can go ahead and move on to the next section. So before we get into our topics, let me do a little bit of promo for us. Remind everybody how y'all can get at us. So if you want to reach out, talk to us through the inbox, you can always get at us at the Who's Man's Podcast at gmail.com. W-H-O-S-M-A-N-S podcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts on anything that we've talked about, anything you want to hear us talk about, anything you're going through, you just want to, you know, get some extra, get our thoughts on it. We're here for it all. Just throw it in there. We'll talk about it. Uh, if you want to hit us up on social media, you can follow us on, like us on Facebook, follow us on, follow us on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Who's Man's Podcast on everything. We are here trying to be engaging with you guys. So you're trying to, you know, post things that you want to talk about or you just send things that make you laugh. If there's anything else that you want to see us do, let us know. We open to ideas. We want to hear from you guys. And finally, if you, however you're listening to this, most likely through SoundCloud or Apple, make sure that you're subscribing, you're hitting the like. You make sure that you leave a review. If you're on SoundCloud, leave a little comment for, you know, things that are going on during the episode. I think that's feel dope that they let us do that, where you can, like, you know, make a mark at 24 minutes and tell us what you laughed at. Those type of things just let us know what y'all enjoy, so we can keep giving y'all more of that. We just want to keep making the show better and better for y'all, so keep letting us know what you enjoy. We're going to keep bringing it to you every week. Ooh. All right, so the closing section for this week's topic is basically going to be about alcohol because let's face it we've all had a drink or two in our life you've heard us talk about beefing with our livers so i feel like we've all been pretty good these past few weeks i feel like we've been kind of keeping the chill but throughout the course of the last let's say i turned 21 in six years ago so for the last six years <laughs> we'll say, that's all we're gonna talk about <laughs> There's different type of phases that we go through with the alcohol, so I feel like I can't be the only one that goes to this, where I started off drinking one thing, like when I first started drinking alcohol, I could only afford the cheap stuff, so it was Burnett's, and whatever else was basically on that row, <laughs> and what was it, what else, Smirnoff? Smirnoff. Those were the things that we could, that we could get our hands on at the time. Uh, off-brand cabin. Without killing our pockets. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, be, be respectful, Burnett's. Okay, <laughs> Burnett like, should be included that, on like, my uh, diploma. Okay, they got me through college. <laughs> <laughs> just got a little sponsor by at the bottom right here. Hey, hey. Burnett, y'all want to be famous again? We got you. <laughs> right? Come on, we'll take it. <laughs> uh, oh, 
And then back then, I used to mess with beer a lot, heavy back then. Like, today, you probably never catch you drinking beer, but back when it was like, look, I could either buy one drink or I could get six beers for the same price. I'm going to go with what's going to get me messed up, <laughs> and I'm going to go with beer. <laughs> like, when it was time to tailgate, we definitely used to be down in them boys. Oh, man. Why were beer so, like, cheap? Like, <laughs> right. Like, looking back, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you giving me? <laughs> So I used to hate, hate beer. Like, hate it. I couldn't stand the smell, the taste. Um, and so I didn't really drink much or indulge in anything of that sort till like, I got to Michigan State and probably, like, my sophomore year, really. Because uh, when I used to visit, before I, like, was a Spartan for real, uh, during football season, I felt like everyone and their mom during the fall was captain and coke and that's all everyone drank it was like captain coke was good anytime we're about to pregame make sure you get captain coke and if you don't got money make sure you get some brunettes and that's all we drink so like at some point i just hated captain i hated the, the sight of it i hated i didn't like want to try it and so that's when i switched over to beer i, I drank corona and it was like oh right, it's not bad and a lot of people like Corona made you want to drink beer. It's like the <laughs> it smells like skunk. <laughs> it tastes nasty. How y'all want? How you want to drink this? But on ever since then, then I was just a beer guy. I don't really mess with um, liquor like that. And then fast forward to like 25, 20, 24, Go to Kentucky, get introduced to bourbon, and then I just became a bourbon man. So now I feel I feel grown now. I can start drink bourbon and shit. <laughs> on the rocks. Get that air in your chest. Man, <laughs> You're so grown over there. <laughs> hey, but did y'all ever have that phase where y'all like, you thought you was doing something, you started buy- moving up a shelf? Like, I started buying Ciroc thinking I was doing something. Like, yeah, got me a name brand. <laughs> Try me. Alright, I'm out here. I feel like everyone had that phase. Are y'all gonna get that Ciroc? I feel like Ciroc was, was definitely the the drink, I feel like for me, it was the drinking cot, like when it just started to come out at the end of my college years, was, it was Ciroc. I don't know where Henny came from all of a sudden. Look, I, I got a whole section reserved for Henny. We can say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Ciroc is still like the stunt drink. Like, oh, we got that bottle of Ciroc over Why? there. Why? <laughs> I is. don't know. Hey, Ciroc is good, all right? Like, I don't even mess with, with vodka anymore, but if there's any vodka I would drink, it probably would still be Ciroc. But, like, okay, so let me ask this question. What is so different from Ciroc and, like, Smirnoff? I me, definitely okay. think Ciroc is smoother. Yeah. The difference between them two is night and day. Like, drinking Smirnoff compared to drinking Ciroc is, like, you can taste the difference in the quality. Okay. But what I think Ciroc does a really good job of is just the, the infusion of the flavors. Like I feel like I'm getting a good taste of the flavor, but I'm still know I'm drinking alcohol, so it doesn't just taste yeah. like sugar. That's true. Ron over here, uh, uh, vodka connoisseur. They mix all the they mix all the flavors together, and I can just get a my palates are just <laughs> accentuated with taste. Let me buds. tell you, how <laughs> times I've been around that track. <laughs> I'm about to put myself out there a little bit, but when we were in college. With burnets, all right? Burnets, which is basically rubbing alcohol <laughs> with a little sugar. With a splash right? of sugar. <laughs> with a splash <laughs> of sugar, all right? We thought, we were like, oh, we doing it big. 
let's match the flavor with the the chaser that we done drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Burnett's of course had thirty two flavors. So we're like, <laughs> oh, we had uh uh what was it uh root beer flavor. Well, let's buy some root beer. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh we, got, root beer we got we got strawberry <laughs> flavor. Let's buy some strawberry pop. When I tell you, <laughs> I'm probably going to die five years early, <laughs> then I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I blame you, Burnett. <laughs> but I learned so many different pop flavors, all right? I never knew there were that many flavors of pop until uh, Burnett came through and said, look, I got you. <laughs> so your liver still beefing with you. Till till now. Look, oh yeah, forgive you. We in court every week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My liver said I want back payment. Okay, <laughs> it was never supposed to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that the way your let me say it, your drink revolution um as changes as well as your like drunk phases like definitely because you start knowing what type of drunk you want to be so do you think like your drunk phases when you were like first encounter alcohol to like your drunk phases now are like two complete different things yes i hope so (laughs) (laughs) i really hope so (laughs) do y'all think everyone has like the first the first couple of phases, everyone has similar phases before they get to their climax of, all right, that's Conrad drunk or that's Ron drunk or whatever drunk, you know? Oh, yeah. I think everyone starts off with, like, depending on how much you can handle, like, either that first few sips or that first drink, where, you know, you just start to feel that little bit of a buzz, you know, you can tell that things are starting to go good. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> face, right. face all tingly, lips all tingly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Someone says a joke and you like you know you know it was kind of funny but you find yourself laughing a little bit harder than you thought you would. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that happened. It's like three minutes later you like that shit was funny. <laughs> That's the funniest joke I've ever heard. Everyone around you is like, why is no one else laughing? <laughs> I feel like we had a lot of those phases <laughs> during your birthday bash, Rob. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. He was going in and out of room. <laughs> oh man. Hey, do you guys remember like your first time you were drunk? Yep. Twenty first. Yeah, I do. Twenty first. Do you feel comfortable sharing? If you don't, it's cool. Yeah, I'll share it. Uh so our birthday was in the summer. So most of the time at that time, like everyone was either still at school or like stayed at school to do like classes or people left for like internships and so i went back home for that summer it was once yeah i went back home for that summer and um <laughs> so really no one was there except like my best friend and uh, a couple of our friends and so my birthday felt like on a tuesday so like a lot of my friends, their goal, like, ever since we got to college, was like, we want to get you drunk, we want to get you drunk, and I was so against it, because I was like, I'm not trying to look stupid, I'm not trying to be this fool out here, stumbling and acting crazy, so I was, like, so against it, and so this time, I was just like, all right, you know what, like, I wish you guys take me out, first of all, like, I live in Niles, Michigan, ain't no one doing anything on Tuesday night, we're just going to go to this little bar, 
where there's like two people there chilling watching Sports Center, like nothing special. And we're gonna wait till midnight. I'm gonna be like, ooh, here's a drink. And we're gonna be done. And at the time, I was working at a factory over the summer. So the next day, I had work. But like the good thing is, I work like second shift. So I didn't have to be there till like 3 30. So my friend's like, all right, we're about to get you. And <laughs> my parents, I should say my mom, and she was like, oh, you know, pretty naive about it. <laughs> That's an African mom. She was naive. She was like, oh, your friends are taking you out, and that's cool. Have fun, blah, blah, blah. So she knew I was out. So I go out. You get to this bar, um, like an hour before 12 hits, and everyone's, like, prepping me and hyping me up. Like, oh, Kyra, you going to have fun tonight, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was like, all right, y'all, we Sure. Little did I know, as I <laughs> my night was going to take a whole <laughs> another turn once, <laughs> once midnight hit. So I had never really been to a 21st, like anyone else's 21st birthday, because I was, like a majority of my friends were like older than me. Um, so midnight hits, and bartenders start walking up with like several shots. And I'm like, I didn't order those. I, I'm good. That's not my time. not me. I'm sorry. They're like, no, it's, you, uh, it's your birthday. Uh, all your friends bought you shots. So you take it one at a time, come to the bar. Mind you, like, at this point, I was just, like, drinking beer. I never, like, really went hard on liquor or anything. So I'm like, okay, throw these shots back. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be a little punk. So I'm going to take these drinks to the <laughs> <laughs> That was naive. <laughs> that was naive, uh, Connor. So drink, I'm feeling all right. I'm like, oh, that's, that's not bad. Because I didn't understand, like, as a science major, I should know this, that, you know, Liver takes an hour, <laughs> an hour to di- like you know break down alcohol and digest it, so you're not like you know. So at this point, I had to take like four shots back. So I'm like, oh, that's it. That's oh, I can do this drinking thing. Okay, that's cool. So they order like Coronas and all these pitchers. I'm drinking and chilling. So they're like, oh, so I thought the night was done because it's like, all right, it's one o'clock. Yo, let's go home. Like, thanks everyone. I appreciate y'all. I love it. Thanks. They're like, oh, we're not done. So we drive to South Bend, Indiana, because it's like, I live right on the border, so it's like 15 minute drive. And I guess at, it's, um, at that time, like all the, it was like a college night or something. And we go to this, <laughs> I think, I'm trying to see if I remember the bar name. I can't remember it. And you'll find out why I can't remember it. Um, so we get there, and at this point, I'm like feeling it. Because mind you, I'm like new to being inebriated. And so, this whole phase of we're talking about of you getting like tipsy and feeling you know the buzz. I, I think I'm already gone. I'm like, oh my god, yo, I can't feel my lips. Uh, <laughs> I feel all numb. What is this? What did you guys do to me? And so at that point, I'm probably like at eighty percent, like you know. And so we get to this bar. There's a dance floor. So that just changes everything. So I'm like live. I'm probably like. <laughs> I'm probably like. 15, 16 shots deep at this point. Because apparently my total I took that night was 24. I don't know how I came out that night alive. And so I'm like saying the most reckless things that you would never hear me say. One of my friends told me that I looked at her, grabbed her drink, and then turned around and looked at the people on the dance floor. And I was like, these people make me look like a king out here. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh <my> <laughs> uh, and I was like, just look at them. Look at these people. Basically, I felt like I was saying, look at these peasants. Like, <laughs> and I was like, she told me, I was like, yeah, right. I didn't say that. She's like, no, kind of, you did. You were acting a fool. And after that, I don't remember much. I remember getting into my friend's uh, at the time girlfriend's <laughs> car. They came pick me, they like drove me back home, and like I was so like I thought I think I, I knew I was like drunk, but I, at the same time I didn't want people to take care of me because I felt like I was being a burden. So like when you know people were like, oh, kind of it's okay, like I'm just telling them to shut up, don't touch me, like <laughs> it's okay, I can handle myself <laughs> while I can barely stand. I'm telling them to do all this <laughs> stuff, and I'm like. We get home and I get like halfway sober, not even halfway, like a little bit sober because I'm like, shit, it's like three in the morning and I'm walking into my house. First of all, I've never been home this late <laughs> and drunk or anything. How the hell am I going to explain this to my parents? These American kids are, <laughs> these American kids are just opening my door, walking in, <laughs> turn all the lights off. Devils. Like, it's, it's not going to be good. And like, they got me downstairs to my room. I don't remember how, but apparently all the lights were left on. All the lights were left on. <laughs> my mom, all of the lights. <laughs> my mom wakes up, comes downstairs the next morning, finds all the lights up, on, and she comes to my room, knocks on the door. I don't answer. Knocks on the door. I don't answer. Finally enters. I, apparently, she called my name like a lot. I wasn't responsive. She was touching me. I don't. I don't remember any of that. So I wake up. At like two o'clock, mind you, it's <laughs> I go to work at three thirty. Just head just banging like, oh man, never felt like that ever in my life, and don't know how to react to it because I don't know how you're supposed to respond. I always tell my friend, drink water, drink water, you'll feel better. So I'm like down in all this water, and my head's still pounding. So I hear my parents upstairs or my dad upstairs, and I'm like, damn, the hell, am I gonna tell my dad? <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna be great. So I try to like clean myself up and like you know look presentable like I'm about to go to an interview so upstairs my dad's watching this and he turns around and is like oh you're alive mind you I have like five missed calls from my mom which because she went to work <laughs> so uh, she went through you she was like I think she probably thought I was dead or something like she was probably worried at work so I called I call her and she's like so what happened last night and I was like I don't know <laughs> Because I really didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. You tell she me. Like, <laughs> she was like, all right. She was like, so were you drunk? Were you, is that what you guys do on your 21st? Like, I came in I your- don't know. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I just had a few. You know, I was just really tired, you know. We stayed up late. She's like, mm-hmm, Okay. <laughs> So my dad, I go upstairs, my dad's watching this. So I'm thinking he's going to like rip me once, yell at me. And he's like, it serves you right. I was like, damn. Excuse me. <laughs> like, that's not the response I was expecting. He's like, yeah, it serves you right. Now you know how it feels to be drunk. You ain't going to ever do that again. You understand? I was like, yeah, I wasn't expecting all that. And he was like, well, so that's what your friends do. Take you, get drunk, and now you feel like crap. You got to go to work. All this stuff. Just the whole dad lecture you would expect. But, yeah, that was my first time of being drunk. Work was miserable. Working in a factory, it was hot. And people just know you. They're like, 
Damn, Conrad, what happened to you last night? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I talk about liquor, I just feel like, please stop talking about liquor. Like, it's just, yeah. So that was my night. That was my 21st. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard to top that. Like, how do you top that? <laughs> no, I really can't talk that, but I would just say I've had a few of those type of nights, so I know how you feel. I don't get around that track. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like, look, I've had those people look at me like, oh, so you had fun last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had fun with your little friend. Oh, cute. <laughs> it's always the worst when you, like, yeah. decide you want to go out during a work week or something and get to work and ever, oh, and you can't, yeah, even, yeah. you can't even hide it. And we're like, well, damn, Kyra, what you do last night? <laughs> like, well, I'm just a little tired. Don't worry about it. I bet you are. I was up late studying. You're not in school no more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trick, I don't study. I study other stuff. All right? Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. But, All right, so... Before we close out the topic, let's just say, what is your drink of choice right now? Which, what are you currently rocking with? If you had to go to the bar right now and order something, what you going to order, Conrad? Uh, I'm going to have to go with that Wild Turkey 101 with some ginger ale. That's the one. Or or some uh, beer, some like craft beer IPA. What about you, B? <laughs> I did not know we were, did not know we were gonna go here. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, I just go up to the bar and say, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> I don't know. Like, can I have a spritzer? I don't even have a drink that I really look for. Uh, here's what I know: I don't order anymore, which <laughs> I used to. Long Island's. All right, I'm done with them. Can't do them, won't do them. They're not good for you. <laughs> they only lead to bad things. All right, that's what I say. Yeah, the fair share. Don't do it. Yeah, the fair share of uh, Long Island, Michigan State. Man, that used to be my drink. I used to be like, oh, I'll have a Long Island. What was it called? Everybody look at me like, it's you. Well, what? <laughs> we just got here. Like, why you? <laughs> why you doing that? Was it? I ain't know no other drink. All right. Was it the peanut good, barrel? Nah. Was it the peanut barrel? Oh, man. Peanut barrel. Hey, man, them joints, them, hey, they did them right. They did it right and wrong. All right? <laughs> <laughs> and <Yeah>. wrong. All right? <laughs> Rude. What about you, Ron? I mean, uh, I guess we kind of I mean, know. For me, I mean, well, it depends. Like, if we at the bar, I'm not ordering Hennessy because I'm not paying them prices. So I'm <laughs> 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 but definitely, if I'm at home making a drink, it's, it's Hennessy and Coke all day, every day, two times on Saturday. <laughs> That's the hey. drink, man. <laughs> and they never did me wrong. They never going to do me wrong. <laughs> Ron, did you take your vitamins? Oh, yeah, I had two cups today. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good. Uh, it would be very interesting uh, if uh, the listeners could send us their, well, those who are comfortable to send Send us their stories of uh, their first experience of doing the most while drinking. <laughs> or, or if anyone has any drink suggestions for Brian to help him pick and have a new go-to drink, okay, let us know. Okay. 
You would think with his, with his old ass, he would know all the drinks, but you know. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> and thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no. go ahead tell me to reach you at Conrad. <laughs> okay, reach me at thatfella underscore Connie on Twitter, Dixie uh, Twenty Two on Instagram. We'll continue to promote our Facebook page. Whose man's is this? Um, our likes are going up, so appreciate those who are taking the time um, to uh, check us out. Uh, so, hey, hope y'all have a good weekend. Um, I hope your week your week ends on a good note. You're listening to this on Thursday or Friday. Um, just go out there, do you, be, be who you want to be, and uh, what's up? All right, B, we're gonna reach you. Hey, don't reach me, reach God. All right, uh, that's gonna be my new thing. I like that. Um, go out there and be nice to somebody this week. All right, you don't know what, what somebody else is going through, you don't know what's happening in their life. Um, and they ain't none of your business, all right? But you should be nice to them, and let them know you're there for them, and let them know you love them, and, and hey, tell them you appreciate them, all right? Okay? <laughs> all right. Thank you. <laughs> you don't ever do a real intro. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts out. Every, everything he's been wanting to say throughout the whole <laughs> The whole uh, podcast. <laughs> he just has to say it, man. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, you. if you want to reach me, you can get it at me on Twitter at Taylor Made Life. That's T A Y L O R. That's the best place to find me. Otherwise, you can get us on Who's Man podcast. All of our channels, I check those too. All right, hey, y'all, let's go ahead and hey, get out of here. Hey, hey. One more thing. If y'all out there indulging, drink responsibly. But, um, be careful with the time change, especially when you get an extra hour in your album. <laughs> I have some, I'm going to say, I'm gonna have to save that story for another time, but just be woke. Cause you be leaving the bar. You be thinking like, oh, it's time to go home. And then you about to step out the bar and they're like, oh, you got one more hour left. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> usually we don't do this, but, uh, but, uh, keep the party going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I'll stay woke now. Y'all get in trouble, y'all know what to do.